Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hershorn. Today, I want to talk about something that you may have heard, and I want to dispel the myth, guys. Email marketing is not dead. Not only is it not dead, it is very much alive. And so often you're reading things about the next best social media platform. You know, as I am recording this podcast, for example, Clubhouse is all the rage and people are desperately trying to get a clubhouse invite. And some people are actually going out and buying Apple products, even though they have a non Apple phone, just so they can get on clubhouse, right? Then there are other people who are going, wait a second, this is kind of a bit of a turnoff. I don't really want to be here. This isn't really helping me with my business Is my ideal client sitting on clubhouse all day long. No, not really. So email marketing, though, it's not going anywhere. It's like a trusted friend that you can rely on when it comes to digital marketing for your brand. The thing is, most business owners do not use it to its full potential, and they're actually leaving money on the table. So I want to give you some statistics. Now, I have read that 99% of people check their email, and I would not doubt it. And then there are people like me who check their email repeatedly obsessively and have to turn off my email altogether. Otherwise, every time I get that ding, I get a dopamine hit and I want to see who sent me something. Even if it's like the gap, I still have to check it, right? So here are some statistics about email marketing. The average open rate across all industries is 21.3%. That's pretty high considering the fact that this is all industries, right? So that means if you have an open rate of 22% or higher, you are doing really well with your email. So as you're listening to this, go ahead and check, look at your metrics, see how your emails are doing. But here's some kind of startling statistics too. Only 39% of brands actually send a welcome email to people who join their community. That is staggering to me because that is your most opened email. And if only 39% of brands are doing it, what are the rest of them doing? Also, more than 40% of brands don't even send an email within the first 48 hours. And then 27% of brands don't send any emails in the first three weeks 
upon somebody signing up for a freebie or, you know, being part of their subscriber list. And that is just so sad because what you're doing is you're leaving money on the table. People open their emails. They have signed up for your list for a reason, and they want to hear from you, right? They want to hear from you. So go ahead and give the people what they want. Will social media ever replace email marketing? I don't think so. Because when you are doing email marketing, you are not a slave to the algorithm. You don't have an algorithm working against you all the time. You don't have to worry that some big bad company is going to come and shut down your email list. It's yours. They can't take it away from you. You can just download a CSV file and walk away with a smile on your face. You don't have to worry about whether your email subscribers are going to see what you post. You don't have to worry about that instantaneous element of, well, let's say I have a flash sale and I post something on social media and I don't know if anybody's going to see it ever. And they certainly aren't going to see it till three days after the flash sales over. No, no. With your email, you just send that email. And if you have a really good subject line and the people on your list are your ideal clients, chances are they're going to open that email and click. So why email, right? So much of what we hear about as business owners is generating leads, lead gen. It's all about lead gen. And of course, you know, if you're not in business and, you know, people are talking about lead gen, it can be a little bit confusing. For example, my dear sweet husband, who, when I said something about lead gen said to me, who's that? I said, no, it's not a person named Jen. It's about lead generation, right? So we talk about lead generation all the time trying to get more leads and more leads and more leads, right? So you're on social media, you're trying to attract more people. Then what? What do you do with those leads after you attract them? What if they're not seeing your social posts? Well, you nurture them because so often people get a bunch of leads and then they don't do anything with them. They have basically like a leaky bucket or as I like to say, a colander, you know, picture making some spaghetti and then you pour the water through that colander and it all comes out. Well, great. What have you to show for yourself? Not a lot. So email allows you to take that lead generated audience, nurture it. It will warm your audience. It positions you as an expert in your industry. It keeps you top of mind, right? Because what's the first thing that most people do when they wake up in the morning? They check their phone. I'm sure they go on Instagram or on Facebook, but then they check their email. You know you're guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. And so if you are sending out emails regularly to your audience, you are going to be nurturing them. Think of it as like a big warm hug that you send them. It doesn't have to be buy this now. A nurture email provides value or entertainment or something that they say, oh, I really like this person. She gives me things that I need to know. She tells me things. She cares about me. And when I'm ready to hire, I'm going to hire her. And that's ideal. 
So what's stopping you from sending out emails every week? Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I got it. I'm already sending out emails every single week. And if you are, then congratulations, you get a gold star. But if you're not, then you're like most of my clients and the people that I talk to on a daily basis who say, you know, I know I need to send out emails, but I just can't seem to do it. Sometimes it's a fear of not sounding smart enough, or it's the fear of annoying your community by sending out too much stuff to them. Or maybe you were doing it and then you got sidetracked with something else. Maybe there's something going on with your family or something took precedence in your business and then you stopped and now you're like, oh, I can't start again. And you're just sitting there stunned. Well, let's dispel this here and now, okay? Number one, you are an expert in your field. You come to your business with a unique perspective that nobody in the entire world has except you. So you are going to sound smart enough because you know what you're talking about. Number two, you're not going to be annoying people. I get an email. I already mentioned the gap. I get an email from the gap every single day and I still haven't unsubscribed because maybe one day I'll want to buy something from the gap, but that doesn't matter. I'm not annoyed by it. If I was so annoyed, I'd unsubscribe. And you know what? If somebody unsubscribes from you, they're doing you a favor because they are not your ideal client and you don't need to be sending emails that you work hard to craft to somebody who's not going to appreciate it. Number three, it's not too late to start again or to start at all. You can decide to start today. And if you are ready, then it's time to get a content marketing strategy planned for yourself. Often what happens is you get an idea, you say, okay, I'm going to write an email about this, and then you send it, and then you don't know what you're going to follow up with. But a content marketing strategist like me would tell you, well, you actually have to reverse engineer it, and you don't want to be starting with the content. You want to start with the ending. So where are you leading people ultimately? Do you have a program that you are launching or do you have a workshop that you're going to be hosting? Or maybe there's a summit that you are going to be speaking at. And then you kind of work backwards so that you can take those emails and have them drip out with appropriate content over the course of the weeks up until that particular conversion event. Can you imagine what it would be like to wake up in the morning and you had no emails? you'd probably feel naked. I know I would. So I want you to think about that the next time somebody says to you, email marketing is dead. Companies are not stopping sending emails. If anything, they're spending too much time on platforms that you can't rely on to be there forever. Twitter's Periscope is officially gone. If people had put all their eggs in that basket, There are universal themes that everybody who does email marketing need to adhere to. And I like to call them the three C's of email marketing. Number one, your message must be clear. A confused mind says no. And if you are confused, you are not going to buy something. Also, if it's not clear, you're going to keep scrolling past it, whether it's in the list of the emails that you have gotten that day, or it's on social media. The second C is you have to have a call to action. Lead them to the next place. 
whether it's to read your blog post on your website, or it's to join your community somewhere, or it's to book a strategy call with you. Like for me, for example, guys, if you would like to book a content to cash strategy call with me, you can do that very easily. The link to that is just in the show notes, and you can also do it through my website, vipdigitalcontent.com. And then the third C is the unsexiest part of marketing, but it is possibly the most important. It's being consistent. When you are consistent, you are showing up every time. And that makes the people in your community want to show up for you. It helps you build that know, like, and trust factor that you always hear marketers talking about because we're nurturing our audience constantly. We're showing them that we have the answers to their problems and we want to nurture them with information. And being consistent means that when they're ready to buy, they're going to buy from you. Of course, the best way to be consistent is to plan. So that's why a content marketing plan is exactly what every entrepreneur needs. Thanks so much for listening. You've written a book, now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn, at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.